All Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Needs. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody. Somebody's looking for somebody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to All Things Unexplained. This is CJ along with Dr. Mounts again. All right. Hey, Dr. Mounts. Yes. Once again, we're back. We're missing Smitty. We have some unfinished business from our last podcast, which we had to cut short. Um, well, because of life in general, the two of us are constantly running wild, <laughs> trying to accomplish as many things as possible because Smitty doesn't um, do anything for us. He does nope, it. Right? Is that? Except cause problems. <laughs> We're not slowing down. COVID can't stop us. We decided no. 2021, we're just going to roll right through the COVID barriers. My son wants to jump in on the podcast because school ain't going to open their doors. He can jump in with us. You know, whatever has to happen, it just happens. Yeah. So we had a short episode I mean, yesterday, but let's let's keep it going. And this is how we're rolling in 2021. The technology is so incredible that I am sitting in a parking lot in the middle of nowhere waiting to do a preschool tour for my children in what could either be the coolest outdoor nature preschool I've ever seen or could be the place where I um, go to die because it's a little, um, yeah, ding, 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 out here. Doing banjos out there. Hope you brought So if you do not hear a podcast, yeah, if you don't hear a podcast from me soon, please be worried. But you know what? It's a perfect segue to finish up our conversation about episode two of Long Division. I mean, episode two of WandaVision. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you may so not know it's in. the perfect segue for that because I you don't. haven't I've, seen anything yeah. about WandaVision. You don't know who Wanda is. CJ doesn't know who Vision is. CJ, I dare I say, may not know who Marvel Comics is. And that's I'm okay. not even totally sure who you are. But here I am. Hmm. Here we are. Well, you know what? At some point, I was telling you in episode two, which took Wanda and Vision to the 70s, and this episode was entitled Don't Touch That Dial. And it also went to color in this episode. No, this was the 60s, Don't Touch That Dial. So it's still in black and white, I think. But at some point, they end up at the neighborhood um, talent show. And the most interesting thing about the talent show or there was a lot of interesting things but one of the spookiest was the talent show all everybody could focus on was it's for the children <laughs> everybody kept saying that it's for the children the talent show is but you know what CJ there were no children oh so Wanda and Vision are in this town of Westview which nobody on the outside seems to be able to remember that it's even there or that it exists but there are no children anywhere in Westview hmm but so no children on the show or it is known that there are no children in Westview well to date no child has been seen in Westview as of episode 2 nor has anyone okay. mentioned having a, ch a child 
which I feel like they would have. And now they're doing this talent show, and everybody's saying, it's for the children. It's for the children. So I got a very spooky vibe. So up until this point, the show had been totally a comedy, right? A 50s comedy, a 60s comedy. But there was something really spooky about this whole uh, it's for the children situation. And guess what? You remember how last episode, episode one, Wanda magically brought their double beds together? Yes. So when Wanda and Vision get home from the talent show, which, by the way, they won with a little help from Wanda and Vision's superpowers that nobody seemed to notice, Wanda's pregnant. Oh, that's a talent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean pregnant, like she took a test in the bathroom and oh look it's a pink line I mean she's pregnant she's visibly pregnant but was not pregnant at the talent show no well speaking from somebody who is pregnant she might have had like a burrito for dinner because in the morning I might not look pregnant but if I eat a burrito for sure ready to pop (laughs) that's possible (laughs) but you know what she's already displaying other symptoms of pregnancy and sure enough oh, okay. she's pregnant now they at this point they hear a noise and they go outside and this was also one of the creepiest moments of the show the manhole cover in the street starts to kind of jiggle around and slide out of place and up from the manhole climbs a person in a beekeeper suit with bees swarming all around him. Interesting. And Wanda looks at him, Vision's like, what is going on here? And Wanda looks at the beekeeper dude and she's like, nope. Beekeeper dude climbs back in the hole, pulls the cover back on. And that's it. That's it, he goes away. So am I the only person that thinks that none of this makes any sense. It does not make any sense. So the question now is, uh, clearly Wanda has some control over what is happening. The question is, is this entirely of her own making? And how much control does she have? Is she holding this town of people prisoner? Is she making them do what they're doing? Is she controlling their thoughts? A lot of people have wondered, is Vision dead? Is he really dead? You know, is this really vision? Is this some other form of him? I didn't really formulate many theories about this until after episode three. But this is where we're at after episode two is just a whole lot of questions. So let me ask you this. If you were somebody like me, you'd never read the Marvel comics, you know nothing about these two characters, do you think I would keep watching after episode two? Or do you think I would be like, this makes no sense to me. None of it is piecing together. Well, if I, was, if I knew nothing about Marvel Comics, I would keep watching just because it's so spectacularly wonky and different. Yeah, but you're you. And I'm <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I would be like, back to the old fixer-upper. So Give maybe Chip not. Chip and Joanna Gaines. Okay. But I will say this episode two led to a lot of one of the most popular theories about WandaVision. And knowing, because 
no offense, but most of the population does know a, a little bit about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So Wanda has been through a lot of trauma in her life. She, her brother was killed in Age of Ultron, an Avengers movie. She was experimented on in her home country, apparently, by a dude that keeps popping up on the commercials on the television. And apparently that's how she got her powers is from these experiments. Not only that, but apparently her and her brother were the only ones who survived these human experiments. And so she's been through a lot of trauma. Oh, and then her synthesoid husband was killed in Avengers Endgame. And so she's under a little bit of stress. She's had a little bit of trauma in her life. So one of the theories is, has Wanda's trauma created this entire situation Mm, okay is she now dealing with her trauma her mental illness by creating this town and this idyllic life as she knows it and does she know it because of maybe as she while she was being experimented on maybe as a child she used tv as an escape you know into another reality if you were Mm. The only problem now is she might have reality-bending powers, so when she escapes into another reality, it could be bad news for all of us. Do you think the writers know where they're going with this? Absolutely. If Mar- <laughs> and I say that because of this, if Marvel, and I guess you don't know this, but if Marvel's known for one thing, it's known for meticulously knowing everything that's going to happened down the road nothing has no meaning i ask because lost was a really big show right everybody loved lost and it had all of these episodes and after each episode it left you hanging with something else and there were all these theories surrounding it and everybody wanted to know and i actually met one of the writers in lost when i was living in santa barbara and i asked into this i said you know is this going somewhere and the writer told me we actually don't know. <laughs> we don't know how it's going to end. So they had this great idea, right? That they started. It was awesome. It was exciting. And then I think the writers thought to themselves, like, we got in over our heads. And I yeah. don't know. Like, Which, we don't know how to end it. <laughs> by the way, I loved Lost. I wasn't particularly thrilled with the ending of Lost. But that's why Marvel and the Marvel Cinematic Universe is such an unprecedented breakthrough in in movies and television it spans so many years right it's on such a grand scale it has tied together so many different things in ways that's never been done before and i can tell you they know what's going to happen they know what's coming they've got it all mapped out all the possibilities and a lot of people just can't wait to see how it plays out so with that being said we went got rid of the uh, 60s here in episode three title now and color moved us right into the 70s and this was a great episode and i really got a lot of theories going after this episode so in episode three wanda is even more super pregnant right and (laughs) wait 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 we skipped a whole decade that's right and she's still pregnant 10 years later well it's not really 10 years (laughs) later it's it's actually the next day oh all right because that does one of the things, and I can't remember if it's episode one or episode two, but at the end of the episode, I think it was the end of episode one, we actually see somebody on the outside of the bubble. I've been calling it the bubble. 
but it's actually a hexagon to come to find out somebody sitting on the outside of the bubble watching all of this on a television Mm, and so everything okay. that's happening inside of the bubble actually is being broadcast as a television show. So now we're going to Truman Show. Truman Show style. You're right. Here. You're right. That did bring okay. up a lot of comparisons to the Truman Show. And, okay. But sure enough, that is happening. That entities, I'll call them, on the outside of the bubble are watching WandaVision. Got it. Okay. And it really so is called WandaVision. So now we're in the 70s. Now we're okay. in the 70s. One thing we don't know at this point is who was watching this show. So that was a big mystery going into episode three. Is who watching it for 20 years. Well, no, because it's just day-to-day, right? Like, they <laughs> went one day, it was 50s, the next day, 60s. Now, the next day, they wake up, it's the 70s. But it, it is weird because the whole bubble is in the 70s. Everybody has 70s attire, you know, etc., but it's a 70s television show, too. And quite interestingly, and by the way, Agnes plays a little role in this episode. And there's a lot of theories about who Agnes is. Some people think she's a witch named Agatha Harkness, who is famous from the comics as being a witch that dates all the way back to the original Salem witch trials. But she has a neighbor mm. named Agnes, and we don't know if she's actually a witch. And, of course, in the comics, Wanda is the Scarlet Witch. But episode three really culminated in Wanda going into labor. Oh, okay. Now, at this point, Vision uses some newfound super speed, which he never displayed before, to run down the street, grab the doctor, the local doctor, who was about to go on vacation, by the way, or should I say tried to go on vacation. And he checks up on Wanda She's fine, you know. He actually does a checkup. And then after he leaves, she goes into labor. So he wants to find the doctor again, but he doesn't have enough time. He leaves again to get the doctor, though. But at some point during this quick little break here, a newcomer in a town named Geraldine, she comes over to visit Wanda, right? And Geraldine, we don't really know much about her, but she's there for Wanda's birth and she helps deliver the baby at some point Vision gets back with the doctor but it's too late right the baby's already come the baby's already delivered Mm. by the way later on the doctor pontificates that you know what it's really hard to escape a small town anyway being from a small town I can attest to that but it has a lot of double meaning there but guess what she wasn't through with just one there's, turns out it's twins. Oh. So there's another one on the way. So Wanda gives birth to the second twin. But it was during all this that I actually got a real creepy vibe from this. I got a, a horror vibe. Horror. I need to say that oh. correctly. It was very, <laughs> well, it was very Rosemary's baby to me. Do you recall Rosemary's Baby? Yes. Yeah. And it was also very omen to me, the omen. Mm-hmm. And here's what really brought that to the forefront for me. And I haven't seen too many other people mention this. So at some point, it's just Wanda and Geraldine 
and they're talking and Wanda notices Geraldine's necklace right and apparently it's a sword and most of the people watching the show know there's an organization called sword involved which is kind of like shield and you probably don't know much about shield but that's okay. oh okay okay shield's ringing a bell with you good so sword's kind of like shield on some level anyway except maybe more interplanetary but Geraldine has a a sword emblem on her necklace and as and Wanda focuses in on it and as soon as I saw that in my mind I saw and I hate to say this but I saw an inverted cross oh and, beca- and it really does look like an inverted cross if you think about a sword in your mind. Right, it yeah. It looks like an upside-down cross. And it immediately gave me a very creepy, like, Rosemary's Baby omen vibe. And in Rosemary's Baby, yeah. you know, for some reason, you got all these satanic people who are following along as with the birth of this child. And the same thing with the omen, right? Damien is born... There's all these people connected with the satanic group throughout the process, through the conception, the birth, childhood, all along the way. And remember what happened, what we talked about the last episode? Mephisto? A lot of people think that Marvel's... (laughs) That's right, Mephisto. So a lot of people think that Marvel's very own version of the devil is actually pulling all the strings here. Oh, interesting. Now, we don't know this, but I couldn't help but leave. And this is when my thinking wheels really got to turn. And, hey, I see an inverted cross. Seems like a big coincidence that Geraldine is there for the birth of these twins. And it just seems super spooky. After the last episode, everybody was chanting, it's for the children. Mm. Also super spooky, right? Guess what? So are you feeling like... Oh, go ahead. No, ask your question. No, it sounded like something really intense was about to come out there. It was intense. <laughs> so at this point, Wanda hones in on the the necklace. She's like, what? what's that on your necklace? And Geraldine's like, well, um, I don't know about the necklace there, you know. And Wanda's like, who are you? Geraldine, you can't really tell for sure... No, actually, you know what? I forgot a big moment. Because right before this, Wanda is is like reminiscing about different things. I think Geraldine mentioned something about her sibling, but Wanda said, you know, I used to have a brother. It was just kind of a throwaway line, right? Yeah. Geraldine said, your brother was killed by Ultron, right? And all of a sudden, it was like a literal record screeching moment, you know. And one is like, what did you just say to me, woman? What about my brother? So it was the first time in the show that anybody seemed to realize that something life outside the bubble, what reality right. was. And as soon as okay. she said that, Wanda seemed to snap, like out of this illusion. Now, we couldn't really tell if Geraldine knew that she, she was Geraldine or if she knew she had come in from outside the bubble. But Wanda was really suspicious, right? And she's like, you don't belong here. And Wanda knew Geraldine did come from outside the bubble. And Wanda Mm. just, boom, knocked her out of the bubble, through the wall of the house, across the town, through the bubble, and landing on the street outside. And there's Geraldine on the ground being rushed by sword agents, these military-type figures with guns drawn. 
and you could just see the look on her face like oh snap that was that was real hmm so do you think that wanda just kind of had no idea what was going on just going through the motions and suddenly this woman's comment like brought her back to her reality yeah that's i do think that i think that wanda had become caught up in this her dream reality right she had yeah. really become caught up in that. Now the question, of course, is: Is this? It's still a question. Is this Wanda's doing? Is this real inside of Westview? Are the people real? The neighbors? Everybody else? And you had to wonder about Vision too. And my theory was this: I believed that, and and everybody kind of believes that Marvel's about to get into alternate realities. The last mm-hmm. Spider-Man movie kind of brought that up a little bit. And I speculated that perhaps Wanda, in her longing for vision, perhaps she pulled out an alternate reality vision. So it's mm. not quite her vision, right? But it is a vision from another reality. This was my theory. And of course, in the comics, Oof. it's not even a big deal, right? It's a big deal for television, but in the comics... It's not a big deal. There are infinite alternate realities in the comics with alternate versions of all kinds of characters. Good versions, bad versions, you know, on and on and on. You've heard of the Spider-Verse, I'm sure. Sure. Right. So, same thing. Did she (laughs) pluck all these people from alternate realities? Or what? Just where did they come from? You know, maybe she could... So, I wonder if our listeners have theories of their own that they can share with us too because well you're just one guy with one brain and you know what you know but what are other people thinking out there no that's true and i did wonder about wanda's ability to actually revive someone deceased now it's one thing to pluck somebody from another part of the world right or to in uh, or to entrap a existing town of people but it's the <laughs> whole other thing to resurrect people from the actual dead and i think that that could explain why we haven't seen her brother right she misses her brother you know she wishes he was still alive but he's not there now a lot of people speculate that her brother is going to make a return in this show but perhaps not the same brother we know but maybe a brother from another reality a brother from another mother did almost (laughs) just say that yeah that's what i thought you were about to say you know what that other mother (laughs) might turn out to be fox i'm what another mother could be from another universe right so it could truly be a brother from another mother the fox universe okay get it (laughs) have you heard of the x-men no have i heard have i heard of the x-men yes so you know do i know what they have to do with foxes no well so you know the x-men are more well the fox made the x-men movies so get this fox made the x-men movies yeah kind of like you know disney's a company fox like okay fox the movie company yeah okay yeah so, you really know, Mar- they make movies yeah marvel acquired the fox characters maybe i'm saying it right but i'm pretty sure i'm right on that well anyway marvel acquired the x-men characters finally but they've never been used in the marvel cinematic universe so get this and have you you heard of magneto no well, in the comics, Magneto is Wanda's father. Okay. 
Mar- Magneto has never appeared in the Marvel comics. He's also Quicksilver's father, who is Wanda's brother. Even in Marvel Cinematic Universe, he's Wanda's brother. And of course, it's getting a little convoluted. But there was another Quicksilver in the Fox movies, in the X-Men movies. A really popular Quicksilver too, by the way. It just so happened they killed off the Marvel Cinematic Universe Quicksilver. So I couldn't help but wonder, maybe in Wanda's grief, she can't resurrect her real brother because he's actually dead. Mm-hmm. But maybe she could pluck a different brother from a different universe. Hmm. And some people online, by the way, I've posted some of these theories on Reddit. Did you know we actually have a Reddit account? No. It turns I... out we do. All things dash unexplained <laughs> on Reddit. <laughs> There's clearly a lot of things that I don't know. People are wondering what I offer to this show, and the answer is nobody knows. That is also unexplained. I know nothing about anything of which you've spoken today. Hey, you can't answer questions without somebody asking, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> the Larry King of the show. So, let's bring it from different universes back to reality, to the universe here, where I sit currently, where I have a preschool tour in four minutes, which is true reality. <laughs> <laughs> and give me one last thing for us all to ponder um, as I run in and do this preschool tour, and maybe we'll have to get in another segment for the episode four, sometime before tomorrow because the next episode comes out tomorrow right that's right episode five is tomorrow so one last thing to ponder episode four was a lot different yes episode four was not another episode of wandavision it happened outside the bubble so we see some familiar faces from other marvel movies we see sword sword is actually outside the bubble watching wandavision which they discovered had a, Mm. a television signal coming out of the bubble they also discovered a radio signal so sword tries to communicate with wanda we also learn that the beekeeper who came up out of the sewer was actually a sword agent as soon as he crossed the bubble underground the cable they had attached to him to lure him back turned into a jump rope of all things He was not wearing a beekeeper suit, of course, but when he came out in Wanda's reality, it was a beekeeper suit. And so we discovered that Wanda actually is controlling a lot of things Mm, in WandaVision, in Westview. We just don't know how bad it really is. We don't know much besides that, but we know S.W.O.R.D. is out there. We know they're watching we know it's not really a sitcom. Geraldine is now actually a sword agent, by the way, named Monica Rambo. And we see the aftermath of Avengers Endgame, the direct aftermath of the snap by the Hulk where he brought everybody back. It was pretty traumatic and crazy. So we've just got a whole lot of questions now. You know, is Wanda the bad guy? You think guy? you've got a lot of I- questions. Imagine me. Well, one of the things I'm curious about, and hopefully we'll find out more about this going into episode five tomorrow, will Quicksilver be brought back? Will he be the real Quicksilver or an alternate one? Which version of Vision is this? Is this the real Vision, an alternate reality Vision? One theory I've got about that is maybe it's the dead Vision. She was able to put some computer-saved memories of of vision back in that shuri saved from black panther and wakanda but i mean that's a whole nother thing that's right maybe wanda has kidnapped one of her favorite hollywood actors because you know what we know what 80s tv looks like 
and 80s iconic movies. But at some point, they're going to go into the 90s. And to me, the 90s mean one, means one thing. Hollywood blockbusters. Mm. So my current theory is, has she abducted... Because there's also a mysterious missing person that S.W.O.R.D. is looking for, but they who's under witness protection. But they have no idea who this person is, except it's a male. My thing is, maybe it's, it's Wonder Man from the comics. And Wanda is siphoning his brainwaves off to animate vision into a more human and friendly and loving synthesoid. Can we can we do that to you? I don't see why not. Just don't <laughs> give me Smitty's brainwaves. Oh, All right, that's okay. it for today, folks. Maybe we can get back on and and cover the last segment before tomorrow, which is episode five day. Yes. Woo! Let us know what you think. All right. Check out allthings-unexplained.com. And make sure that I come out of this preschool tour alive. Just everybody check on me. Good luck. (laughs) Bye, everybody. That's a wrap. Bye. All right, Unexplained Ones. Head over to our Facebook at All Things Unexplained Podcast or our Twitter at AT Unexplained. And let us know your best WandaVision theories. We can't wait to put them on our next episode and hear what you've got to say. This has been All Things Unexplained.